So after we introduced last night the reason why Yeshua sends spies, he will start to see, start to see inside the psukim of the story what happened to them. So the pasuk says, "Vayishlach Yeshua benun benashitim." That's what Klal Yisrael were. Benashitim, which was just outside Eretz Yisrael, on the other side of the Yarden, he sent Shnayim and Lashim, two men, which Chazal tell us were Pinchas and Kalev and Yifana. Miraglim, they were there to, like we saw yesterday in the Malvim, they were there to see what was the weak part of Yerichai, where it would be easiest to conquer from. Cheres, he said them secretly. Neymar, Lechur, Oesar, Etzes Yerichai. So that was the job of the two Miraglim. There's another Chazal on the word Cheres. And uh, before the Chazal say, there's a question over here. And that is, every time you send a spy, every time you're going to send a Miragil, so the most important thing is that people don't realize that you're sending a spy. So how are you going to disguise the fact that you have spies? So there's two different approaches um, in the Mephoshim to explain what Yeshua did. The one was he sent them secretly. And he hoped they would make the way to Yericha without being observed. And that was just like Klaishal didn't know that he had sent spies. He was hoping that the people of Yericha wouldn't know either. And then Kheris is Milashin, something which is kept quiet. Like the Gaon says, Milashin Shtika. The other Maharach which is brought in the Midrash here is that Kheris is Milashin Kheris. Kheris is the pottery. So he dressed them up. And they came as vendors who were selling earthenware. Merchants. And because he was hoping, Yeshua was hoping that if he came with that disguise so that no one would think they were spies, he would think they were traveling salesmen. And we'll see... The two Mahalchim had the Mepharshim explain what happened next, each one explaining the feed their shit of what exactly the disguise of the, of the spies is meant to be. So what happened? It says, They came to Yerichai and they made their way to the house of Rachov, of the Zaino, and they slept there. Now, the Targum here, and the number of the Mephoshim explains Zaina is Milashin Mazainus. In other words, she was shed an inn. She was an innkeeper and she had an inn. And therefore, that would be the hotel, so to speak, of the time. That was a place to stay. Why, why did uh, the Chumash um, say to use that word? Oh, Chazal in the Gemara, I've explained it literally. That she was a Zaina. Why would it use that word? So, well, firstly, what were they doing there? Why was that where the spies went to? So, this will depend on the two Mepharshim we explained before what the plan of the spies was. How are they going to get into Yerichai? If we're going with the Mahalich, which is brought the second Mahalich, that they became a salesman. So it makes sense that traveling salesmen, they're going to look for an innkeeper. They're going to look for a hotel to stay. And if that's the case, they came to Rachov. They weren't hiding the fact that they were there. They came, so we salesmen, we're coming to try and you know, vendor our merchandise in Yerichai. And they came to Rachov as the innkeeper. She was the one who hosted guests, so to speak. Uh, that's the one Mahalich. If the other Mahalich was that they were trying to get in secretly without anybody noticing them, so then other Rabbi, they wouldn't go to a public place like a hotel or a place which is an inn for the Rabbi. And then it goes with the Lashon of Chazal that the designer was upset that she was involved in Znus. And uh, they thought that was a place which people would go to secretly. And therefore there would be a place for them to hide there, so to speak. Anyway, so that was the story. They came to the house of Rachov.
they slept there, which means they came at night time. When they came to Yericho, it was already night time, and therefore they went to sleep there. Just like we're going to see next week's parish, it says by Yaakov, when he came to Haram Maria, he went to sleep. And for that we learned that he came, he arrived, and it was getting dark. So when he made it, it was, like, it was already the end of the day, he went, to, he went to find a place to sleep. So the same thing over here, they the arrived at the end of the day, and they went to, to sort of to sleep, they wanted to go to sleep in Rachel's house. And was told to the king of These people are spies who've come from Bnei Israel to spy the land. And the question is, how did the king know? It, on either explanation, if they were coming and they were trying to disguise the fact that they were coming as, as spies, so how, how, was the, how was the king informed? What, what went wrong, so to speak, with the plan? Um, that, that way the king found out that these aren't really or either these aren't really merchants, or he found that they, were exa- they existed altogether, and therefore he decided they had come to spy to Israel. So, again, it will depend on which Mahalach we're going with. The Malbim, who explains the Mahalach, that they came as salesmen, so he says an interesting Chiddush. He says, the nature of salesmen is when they come to a new town, they come in the morning. That's why they, they use the whole day to do business. Yeah. That's why they have the whole day to do business. And uh, normally, Adarabah, they finish their business at the end of the day, so that they can go, the next morning they can go somewhere else. This is not the Mahalach of salesmen to come and arrive at the end of the day when there's nothing for them to do. It's a waste of a day. And therefore, the fact that they arrived at the end of the day, when everyone you know, at, at night time, that's when they arrived, so that already made them suspicious that these aren't salesmen. That's not the Mahalach of when salesmen come. That's the feed the Mahalach that they came as salesmen. They feed the Mahalach that they came secretly, and therefore they're looking for a place like where they could sleep, so to speak, which would be a place which is clandestine, and therefore the chat of Rachav wasn't the innkeeper of Rachav the Zayna. So how did the king know? So the answer is Rachav herself is going to tell us later. Rachav herself will tell them directly later what the answer is. And that is she's going to say that everyone's too scared to do anything. And if that's the case, it doesn't make sense that now when Klai are about to attack, People are coming to Rachav as designer. No one would be interested in that on the eve of such an invasion. And therefore the king understood these, these people aren't scared like all of us because of the Jewish invasion. They must be they're coming from Klai Yisrael. So either way around, the, whatever the plan was, the, the king of Yericha understood that this wasn't uh, regular visitors to Rachav's house and therefore he, he held that there was, uh, they must have been coming as spies. And therefore Vayishlach Melech Yericha Rachav Leymar he sends her a message and he tells her, Take them out. Give them back, give them to the authorities. They've come to spy the whole land. Now, once here also in the Pasuk is an interesting point, which is, uh, not exactly what they were trying to do. And that is, we saw before that the point of the Miraglim was to spy at Afkirichi. Right, they were, that was the place they were going to attack, and they were looking for the way to, so to speak, to launch an attack on Yerichai. They didn't have to go more than that. The king didn't think like that. The king thought they were coming to spy the whole land. He says it twice. He says, And then he says again, They didn't just come to spy at Yerichai, they came to spy at the whole land. Why did the king think like that? Why do you think that they're not just coming back with him, but they would be coming to spy the whole, of, the, whole the whole land? So we'll see later on what they try to do. Well, why the king 
would have thought that they were trying to spell the Halavar Yisra. Anyway, so Rachav. Well, they were they were trying to mislead him that they weren't spies at all. But once he thought they were spies, why do you think they were spies for coming to spy the whole the whole of Eretz Yisrael? Sorry. And why does that make a difference? And why does it make a difference? So we'll see later on what the plan was to catch them, why that would be enough for me. So now Rachav, who has these two guests in the house, and she chooses not to surrender them to the king. She took the two men and she hid him. And, and all the Foshim obviously point out that the gram was wrong. It should be Vatitzbine. If you're talking about two people, then you've said Lashon Rab in the plural, that she hid both of them. Why does it say in Lashon Yachid, Vatitzbine, she hid him, which is only one of them? So, Alpif Shat, all the Foshim say the same thing. And then she hid each one separately. In other words, she didn't have them both in the same place. She found a different hiding place for each one of them. She was risking her life. And she was risking her life because if she would get found, if the, if the, they would actually search her apartment and not believe her, they would have found them. Right, that's the, I'll feed the chat that she hit each one separately. Um, the Ralbag is the interesting thing. The Ralbag. The Ralbag says over here that the reason she hid them separately was because of this cheshman. She was worried that maybe they were going to get searched. And if that's the case, if they get found, she's going to get caught for hiding spies, for sheltering spies. And therefore, her cheshman was, I'm going to hide them separately. Because that way, if they look, they'll find one. And then her excuse will be, well, the other one left. I thought they left together. I didn't realize this one was still here. Whereas if they would both be here, then she has no excuse. And therefore, her cheshman in hiding them separately was, she didn't think they'd find both. She didn't think they'd find any, a maximum only one. And then she would always excuse herself that, I saw one leave. I thought the friend left with him as well. That's the chat. I'll be Chazal. Chazal says something which needs explanation. And Chazal says she only had to hide college. She didn't have to have Pinchas. Why? Because Pinchas was a Lashon Chazal, which uh, before she bring the Chazal to Midrash, it says, Pinchas didn't need to be hidden. He was like a Malach. They couldn't see him. What does that mean to me? Right? Pinchas was one of the Moraglim? Pinchas was one of the two. Kalev and Pinchas were the two Moraglim. She had to have Kalev, but she didn't have to have Pinchas because they couldn't see Pinchas anyway. Now, before and saying what that means, that you have a person that you can't see. But the obvious question is, then why do you need two miraglim? If you have a miragle who's invisible, then that's the, the best miragle in the world. You'll never catch him. Right? So... And what does she see? Right. So obviously the chat isn't that Pinchas was invisible. Otherwise, like I said, you wouldn't need two. Otherwise, she wouldn't know he was there either. You didn't have to hide. So what's the chat? Right. So obviously the people saw two of them. So obviously it doesn't mean literally that Pinchas wasn't visible and therefore she didn't be hidden. Okay, so, so what's the chat that that she, she wasn't worried or Pinchas wasn't enough to hide because he wasn't worried you'd see. So The Meshmos is that, well, everyone pointed out, and it's all true, that it wasn't that Pinchas wasn't visible the whole time. They saw him come in, they saw him go out. She spoke to him, she saw he was there, she knew about him. It wasn't that he wasn't visible the whole time. It was that, as he was in the Darga, that Bishas Sakana, there was a certain set of that no one would be able to see him. If they would have come to the fact that they would look for him, so he didn't have to hide, because he was in the Darga, that Sashkilo, he wouldn't be seen. What does that mean? There are such stories. Right. What does that mean? 
we find about other other times that Chazal say a similar thing. That uh, certain like just like we find the reverse by Hagar, that she didn't see the well until Hashem showed it to her. In other words, the well was there, but she didn't see it until Matiftach and then she saw the well. So we find the reverse also. That sometimes if a person zeched a certain shmirah, you can look for them, you won't find them. It's not that they become invisible; it's just Hashem wanted that people see them. And that's the Yisraeli also. Pinchas wasn't invisible. But he was in the Darga that Hashem would protect him. He didn't have to do the Shadlis to hide himself. They wouldn't, they wouldn't have seen him. Anyway, so Sharon is the Hat Kalev. Explain how that works. It just works. Okay. Right. So it's a Mahalach. I, I can't explain how the, the, the physical Matthias works. I'm saying it's a Darga for a Tzadik. gives people the ability to see it. Sometimes he doesn't. Right. And if a person's on the Darga that Hashem is going to protect him, we find some way she also. Right. That there's such a Musa. Right, that if a person is going to get special service, he might be protected, and then he won't be he won't be caught. The shpizin is different because they are already nifta, so they don't have a body anymore. Then it's just a the neshama which is here. That's a little bit different. Here you're still a person. Right, I'm saying that's different, and you can see someone in a spiritual sense. Here we're saying a person's a physical person, but it's a certain shmir that uh, he won't that uh, he won't he won't get caught. So she says to them, Cain, the people came to me, and now she has to protect herself. Why were you, why were you hiding spies? I didn't know who they were. They were strangers. They came to my house. And what happened? They were about to close the gates of the city at night. And the people went out again. They came to my house towards night, but they went back out again. They left before the, the gate closed. I don't know where they went to. And therefore, read for Ma'ara Kharam Kita Sigum. Chase them because you're going to catch them. So, what, what was the point of what she was trying to say? Obviously, the, besides for trying to protect the Miraglim, she had to protect herself. Why did the Miraglim come to your house? So, her excuse was to explain both of these points. Number one, I, w- I didn't invite Miraglim to my house. Strangers came to my house, I don't know who they were. That's the first thing she says. So, where are they? They left again, before the shower closed. Why would they do that? Why would they do that? So here again, it goes back to the question of what were the Miraglim trying to show they were? What were the Miraglim trying to show they were? Like we said before, on the side that they came to show that they were salesmen. And therefore what was strange about the story was why are you arriving at night? There's a second point also. If you're a salesman, then you want to arrive somewhere the next morning. You're not going to come at night and spend the night there. So in that argument she said, it's true they came late at night, but then there was nothing to do with They immediately left again. So it's not like they came in to stay, which would have been spirit to the, what they're doing. It's, it's even though you're right, they didn't come at the time sales normally come. They left early. The Malbim says because the Mahalach was that when people used to leave on the journey, they used to they used to sleep outside the gates because they only opened the gates in a certain time in the morning. If one wants to set off the journey early, he has to leave before that. And therefore, we said they, they missed Yericha, so to speak, but they were on their way to the next stop. So they left already, so they could get outside the gates before the gates closed, so they can get off an early start tomorrow. They missed the They came too late. They missed the day. Could be they found that the people they were too scared to spend money. That we, <laughs> maybe that's the second argument. And on the second side, and the second side was that they they came to her as rach of designer. So then that doesn't make sense. They were out of business then. That no one's, so she said the, the argument then the, her explanation then was that's not what they came for. They came to my house. They didn't stay in my house. They left again. So I've imagined that there wouldn't be a stereotype to what they, why they, why, why did they come if 
everyone's so scared. That's not that. Bechalot. That's not what they, they didn't come to stay here. They left. And therefore, she tells them, read from Arachareim Kitasigum. And what is the point of saying to that? Chase them because they'll catch them. Because if they had come as Miraglim and they thought that they had been found, right, then they would run away. Because they covers blood, they, and so they're, they're scared now of being arrested or being caught, so they'd run. But Rachel's point to them, what she's telling them was, they didn't run away, they left. So they're not, they're not trying to run away from you, they're trying to hide from you. They left because of wherever they've gone to, they've gone to. If you chase them, you'll catch them. They're not running away from you. And they believe the story, and that's why we're going to see later the transition next time that they take a, the, the guards then went to chase them to look for them because they heard Rachel's account of the story and immediately they were going to, to look for the people who left and they thought they would still catch them by taking them on the way. So since we got to tonight, by the next time we'll carry on with the story of what she did with them, what her message to them was.